the biggest stories from the pages of the London Free Press and LFPress.com. This is the London Free Press Podcast with your host, Rachel Gilbert. Welcome to the London Free Press Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Gilbert. Local health officials are once again preparing for the fall and winter respiratory season and will soon be urging you to do your part and get a COVID-19 booster shot. So today I'm talking with London Free Press health reporter Jennifer Beeman about what's to come this fall. Hi, Jen. How are you? I'm fine. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Good, good. Well, we we always love having you, of course. Um, so this booster shot, and we've had many so far, this one is not just about COVID-19. It's about three different viruses. Is that right? Yeah. So, you know, the health unit's looking ahead to the fall and the fall means flu season and the fall means COVID again, you know, when we're indoors together and sharing play things at the daycare and all that good stuff. And also RSV, respiratory syncytial virus, which I don't know if you recall last winter, it we got really hit with a lot of it. Children's Hospital in London was really um, dealing with a lot of that. They were urging people to be really cautious and stay home when they're sick. So that's one of these sort of things. It's particularly brutal on young kids and old people. Okay. Uh, but really, we've got kind of a triple hit of, of seasonal viruses. And, and plus, of course, you know, common cold and stuff, too. So that's what oh, we're nice. looking at this winter and fall. What is RSV? Because we we did hear about it last year. But can you explain a little bit more about, about how that works and, and what the, the danger is? It's a respiratory illness that is particularly brutal on little kids and older people. Uh, it can kind of just make breathing really difficult for some kids. It can make them pretty sick with fevers and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of a scary bug. Um, sometimes children's are, children are hospitalized for it. Last year, we saw a really big hit of RSV, uh, which had, you know, people and doctors saying, you know, really be cautious and, you know, stay home when you're sick and really, you know, monitor kids for that virus. It's been around for a long time. There's vaccination, uh, vaccines in the works for it, but it it is one of those seasonal bugs that you see. Okay. How has COVID been evolving over the spring and summer? Because I feel like a lot of us have just kind of forgotten about it at this point. That is pretty accurate. I feel like a lot of people are kind of living like it's 2019, you know, movie theaters are open, you can go to a patio, you can hang out with friends, you can do pretty much anything you could have done in 2019. Now, Uh, even like travel restrictions are lifted and things. So a lot of us are kind of living that life. COVID though, and I mean, our our public health official here, the top doc said, you know, it's not 2019, though COVID does still exist. It is one of those things to pay attention to, certainly. Um, and just, you know, just like flu every year where you kind of want to protect yourself as best you can because being sick sucks. That's kind of what where we're at with COVID. So this is has it been have, has it been circulating over the summer? Have we had very many cases? So Dr. Summers had said there has it has been circulating. They're looking at wastewater data mostly. We're not seeing any major spikes or anything yet, but they are expecting that signal to increase in the fall. Um, right. That's just what happens. Kids are back in school. People are back at work. We're all indoors together and hanging out together. So that's kind yeah. of what they imagine is going to happen. Um, so we'll see that with you know, potentially COVID and wastewater signals. But you'll also start to see it with, with flu season as well. That kind of goes through surveillance starts at the end of August, I think, and goes through like um, you know, March, April. Yeah. And we'll start to see kind of flu season kick into gear as well. I do want to talk about the wastewater uh, in a second, because I know you mentioned that, but um, this new uh, variant of COVID, what are, what are we looking at for the vaccine? Because this is a bit of a different vaccine than the one that we just had, right? Yeah, we've had boosters that have been bivalent before. So they've been, you know, kind of that original COVID strain that kind of 
shocked the world in 2020 and 2021. And also that Omicron strain, that kind of new Omicron type thing. So we've had those two. This one this fall from Dr. Summers, he was saying this, it'll be a monovalent. So it'll be really targeted towards Omicron and its descendants. Uh, the new variant, you might have seen headlines about EG5, I think it is. Right, um, yeah. It's, li- it's, it's likely this booster in the fall that they're rolling out will have some level of protection against that because EG5 is one of these descendants of Omicron. Okay. Is is COVID and, and all these vaccines, is this going to eventually kind of end up being, and I, I don't know if you can predict this because it's in the future, but is this going to be kind of like getting our flu shot, our annual flu shot? We get a, a, a new shot every year. Do you think... And our officials kind of thinking that this is the way we're we're going? Well, that's what the Middlesex London Health Unit is thinking with this. So, okay. you know, every year, you know, most of us have had the flu before. We have some base level of immunity to an, a flu type virus, but it does change every year. And so to protect yourself really, you know, better as best you can, a lot of people get the flu shot every year just to kind of head off or mitigate the latest version of the flu that's out there. Mm-hmm. Um, the health unit is seeing this in the same way. So most of us have had one or two or three doses or maybe even four doses of the vaccine. Some of us have had infections. Yeah. Um, there's a there's probably quite a bit of, of base level immunity or exposure in the population. However, as things change over time, you know, this booster, this fall, this COVID booster uh, will kind of top up people, uh, help them kind of reach that next level to this kind of latest sort of iteration of the virus. And I think that's kind of where, where public health is sort of thinking is that, yes, this is something that you can kind of have every year, like a flu shot to keep you updated. Yeah. Let's go back to the wastewater testing because, um, you know, while many of us, including myself, have kind of ignored COVID the last few months, there are people working behind the scenes to test the wastewater and keep an eye on things. So what does that testing look like and what have they been finding? Pretty cool stuff going on at Western. And we've we've been really on on the forefront of this since I think even late 2020. They just sort of started this up, started monitoring. They even have collected samples from the developing world too that they're testing. So I'm hoping maybe we'll see some data on that at other times. But um, they're really monitoring closely. They do it, I think it's three times a week from London's five uh, locations. And they just look for the genetic material of COVID. And they also started testing for variants so they can kind of see what's where and what's happening there. So it's really, really... um, very focused and very interesting. It's been probably our best data set so far because those days of that big massive lab-based testing are really over. Um, So, you know, the health unit does also pay attention to like the percentage of lab-based tests that are coming back positive as an indicator of disease spread, but wastewater is really, has been a great tool and continues to be a great tool. Will they, are they going to continue that indefinitely, that kind of testing? Do you know? It does seem like it. Uh, okay. There were a couple of moments where there was funding that was supposed to run out by a certain date, but it mm. seems to have been extended because really it is it is a very good marker and it's been something we've we've looked at. And even provincially, Western's part of a group that monitors in lots of different areas in the province as a surveillance tool. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's talk about where to get the booster. When is it going to be out? Where do we get it? What's going to happen with that? Is it going to be kind of uh, everywhere as we saw before? We have to sign up or how's that going to work? So the one thing we won't see is these massive mass vaccination centers that we used to have in the olden days. Remember those? Uh, That just won't be a thing. (laughs) The Uh, olden days. Yeah. (laughs) The olden days. It feels like the olden days. That's for sure. Uh, So the right now, the Western Fair Clinic is is still open. It's there, but it's only two days a week. They're going to be increasing that, obviously, to kind of get people. Uh, The health unit will be launching mobile sites uh, to places that, you know, maybe it's harder to get to the Western Fair or 
don't have as much access to pharmacies. So we'll be seeing pop-ups, mobile clinics, and more hours at the Western Fair site. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also go to a pharmacy. Pharmacies will have the vaccine okay. later this fall. And probably your primary care doctor will have it as well. So um, there's lots of kind of different ways that this will be rolled out. Uh, you'll probably start to see more messaging from the health unit and even the province maybe about just getting your booster, being aware about it, um, just you know as a way to kind of mitigate uh, some illness that could crop up this fall. Are they suggesting getting the COVID shot and the flu shot? And is there there one for RSV as well? Not one for RSV yet, although I have yeah. seen headlines and stories that that okay. is in the works. Uh, the flu shot is one where the health unit's actually trying to see if they can roll out the flu shot at its Western Fair Clinic. So maybe okay. you could go get both. Uh, they're not too, too sure yet. They have to work, sort of some staffing things to see if they have the capacity to do that. Um, but really, I mean, it, it's sort of the the flu shot and COVID booster push this fall is what you'll be seeing from public health. Yeah. And do we ever think that we're going to get rid of COVID-19? Is this going anywhere or is this with us for the long term? You know, Dr. Summers was saying, and he, I think it was really kind of accurate, is that, you no, know, it looks like 2019 out there right now. We're kind of having fun doing our living our lives, doing things. But mm-hmm. COVID's here and it's it's just one of those other things on our list of of diseases that crop up that you have to kind of just be aware of. Um, You know, we're aware of flu and common cold in the winter and RSV. This is just another one on that list. So it can still make some people very sick. It can even make healthy people kind of sick. And just being sick is not great. Uh, Most people try to do things to avoid being sick. So I think that's just kind of the perspective they want here is that, you know, it's just something to pay attention to and be vigilant about and monitor because it can really create a lot of problems for some vulnerable people and just make generally people sick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Jen. We'll definitely watch your reporting and and, uh, and we'll learn from you when the clinics are opening and, and where they're all going to be. But thanks for joining us today. Thanks so much. 